3: Tonight, Alec Baldwin sued for the Russ movie set shooting. We need to hold the people responsible, causing the senseless death. Why the victim's family says he's to blame as they dramatically recreate what they say happened. Ben. How you going? What's happening with Wendy Williams, a no-show on her talk show, rumors of needing a conservatorship, how she's firing back. There's a lot more to this story. Plus, Nick Cannon's message to Mariah, angling to get her back. Who isn't a Mariah fan? And the Oscars names three hosts, how they'll make history. I better go watch some movies. Plus, we're with Florida Georgia Line splitting up for good. E.T. starts
4: right now. Why Wendy Williams' daytime return may be the least of her worries. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight.
3: We're going to get to that, but first, Mm -hmm. the Rush shooting is once again taking center stage nearly four months after the tragic death of Alina Hutchins. Dramatic new claims about what happened on set. I think it's clear what happened. Alec had the gun in his hand. He shot it. Helena was killed. This chilling reenactment of Alec Baldwin's alleged role in the Rush shooting was played this morning for reporters. The animation was produced by attorneys for the family of Helena Hutchins and shows the actor with the gun that killed the cinematographer. There are regulations and guidelines in place today that should prevent something like this from happening, but they need to be enforced. The video also shows purported text messages between crew members describing the rust set as unsafe and Alec in his ABC News interview. And I cock the gun and go, can you see that? Can
5: you see that? Can you see that? And she says, and then I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off.
3: Helena's attorney also announced a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec and the film's producers. This doesn't happen unless people cut costs and engage in reckless behavior leading to a senseless, tragic death. Alec, who was in New York today, fired back through his legal team. Quote, any claim that Alec was reckless is entirely false. I don't work as much as I used to. Last week, he talked about being back to work on the set of another independent film. I haven't worked since the
5: accidental death of our cinematographer, Helena Hutchins.
3: Now to more legal news. Wendy Williams battling her bank over control of her fortune. Health-wise, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. The talk show host is strenuously denying claims she is struggling with her mental health after her bank alleged she is an incapacitated person who needs a guardianship. ET spoke today with attorney Mitra Ahurian, who does not rep either party.
2: They had some concerns over her
6: ability to make financial decisions and they froze all her assets. So she cannot do the simplest things like pay her bills. They really need evidence that she is of unsound mind.
3: So what's going on with Wendy? Well, it's unclear. The talk show host took a hiatus in 2019 to deal with addiction issues. In 2017, she fainted live on the air and a string of guest hosts have been filling in for the past seven months. Wendy's attorney says holistic health professionals have been helping during her treatment of Graves disease and thyroid concerns.
2: The process of guardianship
6: is not a decision that should be made lightly. So we can expect something like this to take several months.
4: Well, this battle stars keeping busy, Kanye. Valentine's Day brought no truce in his war with Kim. How are you doing today? Oh, what up, baby? Post-Super Bowl, Ye spent (laughs) V-Day posting and deleting his ex's private texts. In this one, referencing new man Pete Davidson, Kim writes, You are creating a dangerous and scary environment and someone will hurt Pete and this will all be your fault. Ye responded, telling fans, please, nobody do anything physical to skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself, along with a shot from Baby Boy of Tyrese in a chokehold. Today, the artist admitted his actions were, quote, jarring and came off as harassing Kim. I take accountability. I'm still learning. Careful, careful, careful. 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 A source tells E.T. Pete hates that Kim has to deal with the drama and has been supportive and reminding her not to focus on it too much. Pete's also been supportive of Sister Chloe, gifting her this Valentine's bouquet. Next, is Nick Cannon pining over his former Valentine, Mariah Cannon. Carrie? Has Mariah given you any tips on dating? Yeah, don't do it. If I could get you
7: back, if I could go back to where we started at.
4: Calling his new song Alone, an ode to Mariah, Nick sings about wanting to reconcile and samples Mimi's 1990 hit. I don't want to be here. The 41-year-old does acknowledge Mariah and Brian Tanaka's relationship and several of his own, making him a dad seven times over with one on the way. I'm still all in the sheets, having
7: babies, models, and singers and actresses saying they pregnant me by me.
4: And finally, Simone Biles is engaged. The 24-year-old's man, NFL star Jonathan Owens, got down on one knee yesterday holding an oval-shaped multi-carat diamond. Simone captioned these shots the easiest yes. The pair met in 2020, three years after the Olympian told us this.
6: I've never had a boyfriend in my life. It is weird, but I've traded all of that in for gymnastics to reach where I wanted to be.
4: Simone, honey, you know we love love over here, and we love that you're in this place in your life. Congratulations. All right, now to this year's Oscars. We knew they were looking for a host, right? But what we didn't see coming? The Academy hitting us with the triple threat of Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. I'm not sure who thought this was a good idea, but I am hosting the Oscars.
2: I better go watch some movies.
4: So why is this hosting trio such a big deal? We're breaking it down by the numbers. What could possibly top that? When Amy, Regina, and Wanda take the Oscar stage on March 27th on ABC, it will be the first time three women have hosted. It will also mark the first time any of them have attended the Academy Awards.
7: We need a better publicist. (laughs) It's the Oscars.
4: The last time the Oscars even had a host was in 2018 with Jimmy Kimmel. You
7: made it. We're at the
4: Oscars. It has also been 35 years since there have been three hosts. That was in 1987 with Chevy Chase, Paul Hogan, and Goldie Hawn.
5: This is so much fun to be up here together.
4: Right. Fun fact, Goldie co-starred with both Amy and Wanda in the 2017 comedy Snatched.
7: But you can't let your guard down. That is right. That is exactly right.
4: And if the Oscars are anything like that Hawaii set, expect one wild night.
7: Amy is just so, uh, you know, brash. It was <laughs> late nights. Amy and I did we'd call do stand-up. It was a lot of fun, and then someone called HR. No, it was great. We had a, It was so much fun.
4: I cannot wait for Oscar Sunday, these ladies impeccable choices just impeccable yes so good all right we have also learned who's going to perform this year at the acms kelsey ballerini Marin morris thomas rett chris stapleton breland carly pierce and ashley mcbride are just some of the folks that you're going to see hit the stage the acms air live march 7th exclusively on amazon prime video now a day before that you can catch courtney cox's new show that's a different kind of scream matt cohen
6: yes that's right michelle We know Courtney isn't afraid of Ghostface, right? But her new Starz series, Shining Veil, begs the question, how does she feel about actual ghosts? Have you ever had a paranormal experience?
2: I lived in a house that was absolutely haunted. I I didn't believe it at first until a, a, a situation happened and there was no way not to believe it because the UPS guy saw someone behind me and I'd heard enough. Yeah, I don't want to tell you too much because I don't want them to hear but I did have an experience just the other night. I'm in England. I mean, how many people are old that died here? I mean, this is a stopping ground for ghosts.
6: Courtney was in England with UK-born, long-distance boyfriend, Johnny McDade, presenting at the Brit Awards. Everyone. But she did take some time out to talk to us about her new Supernatural series, Shining Veil, with co-star Greg Kinnear. You were on Friends back in the day, how, what's, you're reuniting now, what's it like to be back with Courtney?
1: You know, my oldest daughter was born, like, the night before I was going to go on Friends. And I ended up having to pre-tape all my stuff with, with David Twimmer. <laughs> you're crazy crazy or
6: romantic. And so I blame my daughter. Another friend of a friend in the cast? Lisa Kudrow's Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion co-star, Mira Sorvino.
2: Lisa and I talked about the show, and Courtney was every bit what Lisa said she was going to be, and more, that she's just like the consummate professional. She's so beautiful. I'm always like staring at her while we're working. I'm like, I would like just tell her while we were shooting, like, about, you know, wow, you look really beautiful today. <laughs> like it's kind of a girl crush. Are you my muse? I'm Rosemary. Rose.
6: Courtney's possessed by Mira's ghost when she and Greg move into an old mansion to save their marriage, in the star's horror comedy that premieres March 6th. Courtney, are you having fun playing this character?
5: I really am, it's one
2: of my favorite jobs for sure.
6: Another beloved star returning with new TV, Sandra Oh. But it's not the show you think. At some point, Grey's will end. Is there ever a thought in your mind that you go back for a final appearance whenever it does wrap up?
2: Since I'm here with Killing Eve,
7: I'm just going to have Jodie answer that for me. No. Keep <laughs> it with me. She's not allowed. She's not allowed.
6: That right there, folks, is a lesson in the art of deflection. But for now, Sandra fans can get their fix because Killing Eve is coming back after a long pandemic pause.
2: What are you doing? Trying to show you I've changed. We haven't shot in like a year and a half, so it's maybe <laughs> That's what a it year is. and half, yeah. Yeah, um, so there's been a bit of space between the two characters um, and Villanelle. We find her at a church um, and she is uh, desperately trying to change for the better.
7: I killed two people last night after I tried really hard not to.
2: And Eve is uh, also in a different place, very different place, and you see it actually much more physically. Sandra has won a Golden
6: Globe and a SAG Award for playing Criminal Investigator Eve. Jodie Comer has picked up an Emmy for playing the psychopathic assassin Villanelle. But sadly, this season will be the quirky thriller's final one. It premieres February 27th on AMC. It will hopefully give a season that is satisfying for the, for the fans who, mm. who watch it. It's quite
2: a big task, really, when you think of it, <laughs> fingers crossed.
6: I'm sure the fans won't be let down. Now, could this country duo be coming to an end? Only we're with the guys of Florida Georgia Line. i serious I can't handle it. Is it a break or a break up? We get the details.
2: One thing led to the next.
6: Then Drew Barrymore gets real about dating.
2: It's a love story.
6: The single celeb helping her find
2: love. We talk a lot about that being each other's wingmen.
4: Y'all, when Mickey Guyton hit that note at the Super Bowl, I was done. By the way, Florida Georgia Lions' Tyler Hubbard and his wife Haley thought she crushed it, too. And their son Atlas, well, he clearly enjoyed 50 Cent and Mary J's halftime performance. And speaking of FGL, Tyler and Brian are going their separate ways for a bit, and they're explaining why only to our Rachel Smith. Our
1: perspectives change over the last decade. I think we're just going to you know keep doing our thing and continuing to uh, motivate and inspire the next chapter of our journey you know it musically so I it's love uh that. we're in a good place
4: Call it a break not a breakup after 11 years of doing music together these two are going to focus more on personal projects but promised ET FGL
6: is not calling it quits for good We've it's got been...
3: some shows this year yeah we've got what
1: 12 12 or 13 yep. shows and big old festivals we're definitely
4: chomping at the bits See our fans this is how we move. This isn't the first time the pair have branched out on their own. In 2021, Tyler did a collab with Tim McGraw. I think it's time to come together. And BK released a solo album.
7: Yeah,
2: they call me
5: beach cat.
1: I went to Tyler and I just asked for his blessing, and
3: we just figured out a really cool way to create some freedom for ourselves.
2: And while they focus on their future, they're also
6: celebrating their past. Only ET was at the opening of the Florida Georgia Line Mix It Up Strong
4: exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum, filled with the band's meaningful memorabilia. What's your favorite
2: item here in the exhibition?
1: This poncho right here I wore in the Holy video. Somehow. And I remember being in Australia, laying in a field, playing guitar, shooting music video. And I just remember thinking, what is life? So that song took us, I think, to another level. You're holy.
4: And we're all better for it. Now, get ready for a new level of honesty from Drew Barrymore. I had a date the other night. This one actually went well. Drew's Dating Life, how she's looking for love. Then, these two found love on reality TV, going from Love is Blind
5: to Mary.
7: Hi, E.T. We're the Hamiltons.
5: And we're exclusively taking you on a tour inside our home.
3: I'm here to find my wife. And you're talking to other people, too, are you not? Oh, that's just a little taste of what you'll see on season two of Netflix hit social experiment, Love is Blind, it is streaming right now. And listen, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but can we throw it back to season one's success story? Cameron Hamilton and Lauren Speed Hamilton, they're happily married and giving E.T. an exclusive look inside
5: their crib. Hi, E.T.,
7: we're the Hamilton's.
5: And we're exclusively taking you on a tour inside our home.
7: So come on in. Let's go. This table right here is special, y'all.
5: I built this tabletop and stained it, varnished it.
7: Once we have kids and they're banging on it, gotta <laughs> be like, you know, your dad built this table. Be gentle.
5: This right here is one of my prize and joys. This so, is
7: Cam's baby right yeah. here. Yeah. So, this is my glam room slash home office. This is where I glam up. This is where I come to just have my time to just relax, do some work, plan makeup, and just kind of chill. This is my, my space to enjoy. Here we go. This we go. is our amazing theater room. It's so crazy watching this. Like, I didn't think I could possibly love you anymore, but uh, it's definitely Look grown. up. you now, sister, baby. <laughs>
3: It's been three years since these two fell blindly in love, and although they're in their dream home now, living together took some adjusting.
5: I like to be close to her and spend a lot of, you know, close time, like physical touch is a love language for me. Mm
7: -hmm. I'm like a loner, and Cam's super affectionate, so we had to come and find that that middle ground. Right.
3: The couple who vlog their daily lives say there is one thing missing from their new home.
7: We're actively trying to get pregnant, Um, so just a whole lot of practicing right now, you know? But we're enjoying the practicing until (laughs) God says that it's time. We got this new house, this is our family home, and, you know, we're ready to fill in with some babies, so... Yes, we are. In in due time.
3: We love that couple. Now to Nichelle with someone else we love.
7: Two words for y'all. Drew
4: Barrymore. Hi, sis. How are you? Hello, sister, how are you? My sister,
2: my television sister, my heart sister.
4: Last time we spoke, uh, you were a little emotional about getting back into the dating world. So have you tipped your toe in anymore or are you taking a breather? I had a date the other night and who did I
2: text but Gail to say this one actually went well.
4: Yep, Drew's making all sorts of confessions to her pal Gail King like this one she made on Valentine's Day. So I saw this man in this park and he was really cute. I said, are you single? Drew! Yes. Both of you all are single. I think you would be the perfect wingwoman for each other. Funny enough, we talk a lot about
2: that, being each other's wingmen, and how good we are at it.
4: Drew's more than just Gail's wing wingwoman. The soon-to-be 47-year-old mom of two also has some feathered friends at home. You love chickens. You have them as pets, right? We have six chickens.
2: I was raised vegetarian until I was 26. I'm now a flexitarian. Do you pass that along to the
4: girls or do you kind of let them
2: make their own decisions? I stopped eating chicken about 13 years ago. As a parent, I think you'll resort to almost anything to have your kids eat so they don't bonk and go crazy. Uh, But... I have not been able to find an alternative that would fool them. Now
4: Drew's totally flying the coop. She's hitting the streets of New York with her new BFF, a six-foot chicken, for a new collab.
2: It's coron, which is a, you know, it's a meat alternative. I just want people to have choices.
4: Drew helped come up with the campaign that kicks off today because she says we all need a little more fun in the world. I want. To have my heart and my silliness spoken to, yeah, like that's the kind of person I am. And that's why we love you, my friend. Thank you, Drew. All right, coming up, why it's going to be a busy spring for Trevor Noah.
3: Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market, or go to etonline.com.
7: I feel like it's a breath of fresh air.
3: Tomorrow on E.T., Inside the Complex Mind of Kanye West.
4: Are you worried as his friend?
2: What his new
3: documentary directors want you to know?
4: Plus, Milo Ventimiglia's Mrs. Maisel role reveal? We're with the cast.
2: You know, it's very, very physical. There's a lot of
4: acrobatics. Y'all know how much I love this show. I can't wait for it to come back. But before we go, congratulations yes. to Trevor Noah. He will headline the White House Correspondents' Dinner on April 30th.
3: It is going to be a busy month oh, for yeah. Trevor because he's also hosting the Grammys on CBS April 3rd. Mm. remember, he told us his strategy when it comes to being a great host. I think I want to sound like a waiter. That's how I see my job. And so I come to the table, say these are the specials for the day, and then you go, hmm, may I please have some Harry Styles? And I'll be like, all right, one Harry Styles for you. Wonder what's going to be on the menu at the correspondent's dinner? A roast. Mm, well done. Well done, well Roast.
4: Well done. <laughs> ah! By the way, Trevor, good luck with that mini fro. I like it. Night, mm, everybody.
3: I cut mine. Oh, God. I, I cut 27 mine.
4: 27 years ago.